0: Hare Krishna, I welcome all to Everyday Chant Harinam Conference Call. Today very today we are very fortunate to have his grace Ram Giridari Das Prabhu from Mumbai, India, to enlighten us on verse thirteen, chapter five of Canto Six. Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Whenever you are ready, please take over the call Prabhu. Hare
1: Krishna and, uh, and thank you that, uh, you know, I'm so sorry that Monday I couldn't uh, log in because I had some emergency. Thank you so much for uh, having me in this uh, forum and giving me this service on a regular basis. I consider this as a great privilege and an opportunity for me to, you know, stay tuned in Krishna Consciousness. So let's hand invocation prayer before we get on to our words. OM NAMO BHAGAVATE VASUDEVAYA OM NAMO BHAGAVATE VASUDEVAYA OM NAMO BHAGAVATE VASUDEVAYA NARAYANAM NAMAS NARAM CHAIVANAROTSAMAM DEVIM SARASWATYAM VYASAM TATOJA MUDHIRAYE NASHTA PRAYE SHWABADRESHU NITYAM BHAGAVATASEVAYA Bhagavati Uttamashloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki So we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 6, Chapter 5, Text No. 13 Puman Nai Yadgatva Bilas Vargam Gato Yata Pratyat Vida Kim Mashat Karma Bir Bhavet Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada Ki jai. Translation Narada Muni had described that there is a Bila or hole from which, having entered, one does not return. The was understood the meaning of this allegory. Hardly once has a power, sorry, hardly once as a person who has entered the lower planetary system called Patala, been seen to return. Similarly, if one enters the Vaikuntha Dhamma, he does not return to this material world. If there is such a place from which having gone, one does not return to the miserable material condition of life, what is the use of jumping like monkeys in the temporary material world and not seeing or understanding that place? what will be the profit as stated in Bhagavad Gita 13, 15.6 There is a region from which uh, having gone one does not return to the material world. This, re, this region has been repeatedly described elsewhere in Bhagavad Gita Krishna says Janma one one who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world but attains my eternal abode, O Arjuna if one can properly understand Krishna who has already been described as the supreme king he does not return here after giving up his material body this fact has been described in this verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Naivati Yadgatva He does not return to this material world, but he returns home back to God to live an eternally blissful life of knowledge. Why do people not care about this? What will be the benefit of taking birth again in this material world? Sometimes as human being, sometimes a demigod, and sometimes a cat or a dog, what is the benefit of wasting time in this way? Krishna has very definitely asserted in Bhagavad Gita 8.15, Dukalaya masashvatam, mahatmana paramamrita." After attaining me, the great souls who are yogis in devotion never return to this temporary world, which is full of miseries, because they have attained the highest perfection. One's real concern should be to free himself from the repetition of birth and death and attain the topmost perfection of life by living with the Supreme King in the spiritual world. In this verse, the sons of Daksha repeatedly say, Kim asat Karma Bhavet What is the use of impermanent fruitive activities? Omagynatimirandasya, Jnanam Jana Shalakaya, Chakshuran Militam Yena, Tasmay Shri Gurave Namah Namaam Vishnu Padayam Krishna Preshta Ayabhuta Bhaktivedanta, Swamin Namaste Saraswati Deve, Gauravani Pracharine, Nirvisesha Sunyavadi, Paschatyadeshatarine, Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Shiva Sari Gaura Bhakta Vrindha Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare. Pumannai Vaithi Yadgatva Vila Swargham Gato Yata Pratyak Dhama Vidaiha muni had described that there is a bila or hole from which having entered, one does not return. The highest was understood the meaning of this allegory, hardly once has a person who has entered the lower planetary system called Patala been seen to return. Similarly, if one enters the Vaikuntha Dhama Pratyak Dhamma, he does not return to this material world. If there is such a place from which, having gone, one does not return to the miserable material condition of life, what is the use of jumping like monkeys in a temporary material world and not seeing or understanding that place? What will be the profit? So, this is a chapter... from 5th Canto of Srimad Bhagavatam this is a a, sorry 6th Canto of Srimad Bhagavatam so where um, we are hearing from Narada Muni about uh, the duties so This whole chapter relates to how all the sons of Daksha were delivered by Narada Muni's advice. So it's a very interesting turn of events we had seen in the last chapter. This whole allegory that is referred over here, in this chapter, or in this particular shloka, is very, very deep, as well as something for us to reflect upon. This Harriyashwis, they have understood is bakshas. children, so they have understood what Narada Muni is trying to indicate and in turn this instruction is for all of us to understand the nature of this material world. As always we will churn this current context through some sets of reflections and try to take home learn some set of lessons for us Srimad bhagavatam always have tried to use some situations to educate us in the science of krishna consciousness Prabhupada mentions that shrimad bhagavatam as an opportunity or as a only solution to get rid of this illusory lifestyle shrnavatam Suvakata krishna punya shravana kirtana if somebody is hearing the glories of the Supreme Lord as Prabhupada mentions in the paraphour, Janma Karma Chaame Deviam Evam if anyone who understands the glories of the Supreme Lord, then how they are able to get transported to this Pratyak Dhamma Vaikunda Dham is very nicely explained. When a person trying to hear Krishna Kata from a bona fide source, unwanted things in the heart gets cleansed. when unwanted things in the heart gets cleansed by constitutional design each and every spirit soul is part and parcel of the Supreme Lord and eventually is such chit ananda the nature of the spirit soul is it is eternal full of knowledge and always blissful. But this material covering which is artificial, which because of the choice made, this temporary covering has to be removed. So long as this temporary covering is not removed, it is impossible for the spirit soul to exit this cycle of birth and death. This is established time and again in many forums, many times. In this particular shloka, using the allegory that Narada Muni has given, we are going to learn some sets of lessons. We will learn three sets of lessons from this particular shloka. Usually, we try to learn lessons from every shloka, even though they are repetitive, because in a specific context, through a specific situation, Srila Prabhupada always try to churn some core aspect of our conditioning and wants us to be free from that conditioning. If by all this endeavor if this conditioning is not relieved or we are not free from this conditioning then we have a major problem to face. Number first reflection in this current context is what Prabhupada is mentioning in the second part of the purport which is one's real concern should be to free himself from the repetition of birth and death and attain the topmost perfection of life so i want to discuss on this particular point are these my real concern if we all are given a piece of paper and asked to write, please mention the top 6, top 10 concerns of our life. Will this be in the top of the list? We have by now become God conscious. We have by now theoretically understood who are we. We have by now started to even accept the Supreme Lord's supremacy. But where are we behind is, we are not yet able to remove our attachment from our own selves, being self-centered, we are not yet able to remove. We are not yet able to remove ourselves from being Envious as well as attached to the sensual things we are not yet understanding the gravity of the situation in terms of how urgent and important these problems are over all the other problems at our hand. If we analyze the root cause of them. Root cause of Our not giving importance To the real concern As Prabhupada mentions One's real concern should be To free himself From the repetition of birth and death One's real concern Is about These concerns Are because Number one As Yudhishthira Maharaj responds to Yamaraj in, uh, uh, in uh, the conversation between um, Yamaraj and Yudhishthira Maharaj. He says the most surprising thing, thing thing in this world is everyone is dying and everyone else is seeing that and believing that they won't die. So. The reason why we are not yet able to understand, consider this as a real concern of our life is because somewhere our understanding about this current human form of life being longer, permanent or some sort of an illusory understanding that I am not yet at risk at this point in time When it comes, I will see. This is called the sense of overconfidence, stupidly overconfidence. A very nice word used by Sukadeva Goswami in this particular, you know, shloka, which Prabhupada um, nicely clarifies in his translation as monkey-like jumping because monkeys they jump between one tree to another tree to one place to another place with so much of uh, confidence, overconfidence and without having any definite purpose Prabhupada uses his standard uh, uh, proverb Bada Bada Bandar Bada Bada Pitch Salon Jumping Melancholy So, these monkeys they simply because they are interested in their sense gratification and they are so engrossed in that they are not able to think anything useful in their life So my first reflection in terms of analyzing the reason why we are not yet able to consider the real concern mentioned over here as our concern are number one, we are being overconfident about our existence, number two, our association with people who are in degraded consciousness. Please read purport 4.4.26. Prabhupada gives a very fantastic uh, explanation about our reason for conditioning. I will just read a portion of that purport. This is chapter 4, canto 4, chapter 4, text number 26. Prabhupada writes, He writes, I am reading from the purport. If one wants to be liberated from the clutches of material existence, then one has to associate with great souls. And if one wants to continue one's material existen- existential life, then one may associate with persons who are materialistic. The materialistic way of life is based on sex life Thus, both becoming addicted to sex life and associating with persons who are addicted to sex life are condemned in the Vedic literature because such association will simply interfere with one's spiritual progress So Prabhupada very clearly, categorically mentioning why we are suffering are continuing to remain in this material existence. So the second reason why we are not able to get the real concern as mentioned by Prabhupada that we should have is because of our choice of association with people who are completely engrossed in sensual, sexual things. The third reason why we are continuing to suffer or continuing to stay in the consciousness that we are you know currently in the real concern of being free from this repeated birth and death is not coming over is also because in our in our life we have chosen over things wherein it makes us believe we are the controller rather than it makes us believe we are the servant. I was reading a quote by Mahatma Prabhu. He was mentioning that the priorities and the decisions, I am paraphrasing him, the action and priorities that we have in our life, it will impact in our japa. So the life of a devotee should be organized in such a way that his japa is better. So the converse of this in this context is if the life of a devotee is completely self-centered and prioritized over him being the controller then naturally his interest will be for his self-agenda. So my first reflection is to analyze the reason why we are not having this real concern which we should because when these concerns are on top of our head, if these concerns are deep rooted within our heart, if these concerns are bothering ourselves in our lives, then we have a hope we will be able to work on them. If we are not even identifying the themselves as our concern, then we have a bigger problem to address. As they say, uh, disease is cured when we first identify them and the root cause. Hence, as a first reflection, I have identified the root cause of why we are not having real concerns. And three of those are number one that we are not able to think about these as our main concern because we are choosing a wrong association. Number two because of our choices and priorities over life what we have chosen what we have identified as my choice and wishes in my life and a third is about giving self importance being self-centered like a monkey being overconfident and knowing that this death will not come closer to me and giving importance to my decisions. So once we are able to address these three we will be able to at least see a ray of hope. So as a conclusion of first reflection we need to work on eliminating these three quotients. How not to be self-centered and overconfident? How not to associate with you know materialistic people and how make sure that our decisions and priorities and lives are more towards Krishna consciousness agenda over materialistic agenda. This is the first reflection. The second reflection from this current context is about what Prabhupada is asking in the first part of the purport There is a region from which having gone One does not return to the material world This region has been repeatedly described If one can properly understand Krishna Who has already been described as super king He does not have to return here after giving up his material body So the aspect of the nature of this material spiritual world Srila Prabhupada explains that this nature of the spiritual world can very easily be understood very easily be experienced right in this material world and Srila Prabhupada calls all our Iskand temples as spiritual embassies he says that Anyone who comes in contact with our Krishna Consciousness movement, Krishna Consciousness philosophy, then he is already in the embassy, associated with the spiritual embassy, and eventually he will have a hope to go back home, back to Godhead. The spiritual embassy, Kaisala Prabhupada is saying, one time one police officer spoke to śrīla Prabhupada, He said, my dear Swamiji, we are spending hundreds and thousands of dollars in bringing in peace and harmony in the society, but we are not able to bring. Can you please advise? Prabhupada says, please give those money to us. We will be able to show and demonstrate how this is possible. Boktaram Ram Yajna Tapasam Sarva Loka Maheshwaram Surudam Sarva Bhutanam Gyatwamam Santrachati The idea is that if we get to understand Sarva Loka Maheshwaram Shla Prabhupada calls this shloka as a shloka for peace formula. His Holiness swarup Damodar Maharaj, whom we all call as Pad Maharaj, the disciple of Shla Prabhupada, is um, always referring this shloka as a peace formula. Peace formula because... Just by knowing this fact and understanding this fact, we will be able to shift our paradigm. So Srila Prabhupada says this, ISKCON temples, our preaching missions, our preaching centers, our Namahata centers, our Bhaktivariksa centers, they are all called spiritual embassies because information about the spiritual world visa for the spiritual world, ticket for the spiritual world, preparation for the journey to the spiritual world, all are facilitated from this embassy. Just getting access to the spiritual abode without going through this embassy is next to impossible. If you read La Prabhupada's earlier days books, Srila Prabhupada's early days books meaning uh, before starting ISKCON or just in the early days of his con the elevation to Krishna consciousness the topmost yoga system, the matchless gift Srila Prabhupada used to boast himself that how the solution for the materialistic problem is this Krishna consciousness movement so the idea is that how is Khan How this Krishna Consciousness movement, this Sankirtan movement, is actually the solace or is actually the solution for someone to enter the spiritual abode. So if at all, in this material world, an easiest to process, easiest to way by which somebody can understand the spiritual abode, it is by subscribing to this process of Krishna Consciousness. So, as a second reflection, Paññññala Prabhupada is insisting why someone is not understanding the spiritual abode and what can be done so that people can understand about the spiritual abode is very clear. 1. Coming in contact with the Sankirtan Mission and what do we, what are we teaching in the sankirtan mission in the sankirtan mission we are taught about name ruchi please develop taste in the holy name when we get name ruchi we do vaishnava seva to eventually have Jeevedaya so the problem what we defined in the first reflection in terms of one developing the real concern for this life and the reason for them is addressed by the second reflection when we are able to enroll ourselves contact ourselves get in touch with the spiritual embassy which is nothing but a portion of the spiritual world right within this material world embassy is that place Even though like an American Embassy in India Within the American Embassy premises The rules of United States of America is What is adhered Even though they are physically in India Similarly, those places Where Krishna Consciousness Mission Is glorified And uh, uh, Celebrated That's the place where uh, we can get an experience of the spiritual world as well as all the related access visa, ticket, preparatory arrangements as well as uh, do's and don'ts and so many information so hen- hence my second reflection is about how for us to get the understanding of the spiritual world as well as get ourselves prepared to go to the spiritual world, we should connect ourselves to the spiritual embassy. This has to be done not one off an arrangement. This has to be done on a regular, consistent, enthusiastic, and very importantly progressive. You know, in a because it is important to say that our spirituality is not only consistent, it has to be Consistently growing. Somebody is saying, Prabhu, I am being consistent for the past fifteen years by chanting two rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So consistency has to be differentiated from stagnancy. Consistency here refers to progressive journey. We should our graph should be going upwards. Not that consistently I'm chanting two rounds for the past fifteen years is considered as some great achievement. That's called stagnancy. So, hence uh, the second reflection is about identify the embassy, enroll, identify the embassy meaning identify the Sangha, a temple, Bhakti Namahatta Namahata, wherever the preaching initiatives are, enroll yourselves in that, get educated, inspired about the destination which is our spiritual abode, Pratyak Dhamma. Make sure that you know the cost of buying the ticket. What is the cost of buying the ticket? Shraddamulle Suddhanams. Eh te Bikay. Bhaktivana Thakur says, Shraddha. Faith is the ticket. In that, you know, marketplace of holy name, uh, Nityananda Prabhu is selling holy name. Nityananda Prabhu is inviting you to be part of that process. He is ready to enroll you, he is ready to register you. But for a fee. What is that fee? The fee is our Shraddha. Boro Shukherka Borgai, Boro Shukherka Borgai. Surabi Kunyete Nameshatku Leche, Kodanita, Kodanita. So Nityananda Prabhu is calling us. Please come forward, please come forward and join the Sankirtan Mission. Be part of the Sankirtan Mission. And so all we have to do is just pay the fee. <coughs> huh? Shaddhavana jana hai, Shaddhavana Jan. Pachiya mahata jive rakoran. Shaddhavana, just shraddhalu. Just a simple faith, just a simple endeavor. Rather than jumping like monkeys, we just need to do a simple step. uh with that with that amount with some you know buy the ticket and also know the do, know the do's and don'ts the embassy will give you a checklist these are do's and don'ts and embassy also checks your qualification before issuing a visa and here in this case so interestingly our qualifications are very very simple You are not looked at your wealth You are not looked at your strength You are not looked at your gender You are not looked at your caste, creed Jati dana vidya bala na peksha Nityananda Prabhu is not looking at any of those things huh? So what is the qualification that we looked at? It is about our eagerness How much are we eager? How much are we desiring? How much are we yearning? How much are we wanting? That's all. So the formula is very simple to take advantage of this embassy. So my second reflection is about spiritual embassy, and which Sri Prabhupada very strongly boasts, and we should uh, we should also equally spread this, you know, uh, benefit to everyone, so that. They can all take advantage of the spiritual embassy. And third, and the most important uh, reflection is about the allegory itself, wherein it is explained that not only that somebody goes to the Vaikuntha Loka, don't come back, even if somebody go to Patala Loka. It is also a kind of a permanent, uh, you know, place. What does that actually mean? It means that if we have chosen to go down, if you have chosen to spoil our consciousness, if you have chosen to get into that black hole, which will take us to the pātala loka which is meant for the place, which is meant for those who are abominable in their action. Fifth Canto, 29th Chapter. Last Chapter of Fifth Canto we have discussed this. Different Hellish Planets. Different Hellish Planets exist only because sinful activities have to be Chapter 26 of Fifth Canto. Different types of different Hellish Planets are described. And the very reason they are there is to classify the notorious one, punish them for their mistakes, and eventually use that as an opportunity to help those who are innocent and ignorant. So just by annoying such a situation will come or is there, by... Well informing, there is a possibility that we can save somebody to get inside that black hole. Samsara kupe patito tyagade mohandapurne vishayabhi tapte karavanambam mama dehi vishno govinda damo daramadaveti. Dilwamangra Thakura says, it is not just a black hole, it is a kind of a quicksand, it is kind of a dark well. <laughs> what is this well made of? Lust, greed, anger, envy, ego, pride, illusion. So, The allegory given by Narada Muni is a warning that please watch out. It might apparently be not obvious from outside. Unless you are very careful, you might step yourself into the black hole. So Srimad Bhagavatam is giving these warnings. Chaitanya Charita Amrita giving these warnings In fact, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami writes that there is a tree which looks exactly like Bhakti Lata but it is absolutely a weed So a weed which is looking like a very nice devotional sapling is a big risk because we might water the weed and unnecessarily be the recipient of the effect of it. So the third reflection hence is about
0: we being
1: aware about such a black hole warn ourselves as well as our near and dear ones about the. characteristics and attributes of that black hole and also extend our support to those who are entering there. So the third reflection is associated with respect to how our compassion, how our empathy, how our consciousness to support People who are struggling to help to bring them out is shaping up. Prabhupada writes in the translation that one does not return to this material miserable condition of life. So what is the use of jumping like monkeys in this temporary world? So sometimes what happens is we are not able to be rational, we are not able to be very well thoughtful so when we are able to take advice of a thoughtful person and eventually be thoughtful towards all our near and dear ones at least we can take some caution like in this case Narada Muni is stepping in to help Daksha's children in our case Śrīla Prabhupāda stepped in to help us from drowning in the, you know, quicksand. We should also be agents of Narada Muni and Prabhupāda and eventually save people from drowning in the quicksand. So this compassion, which is to be reflected as empathy, and there are three forms of empathy, because empathy is just not you just be aware about somebody's pain. There are three stages or three forms of empathy. One is called cognitive empathy. Second is called emotional empathy. Third is called compassionate empathy. Cognitive empathy means or cognitive empathy is the ability to understand what another person might be thinking or feeling. It need not involve any emotional engagement by the observer So sometimes we may be feeling sorry For the suffering souls But beyond that we don't do anything Emotional empathy is the ability to share the feelings of other person And so to understand that person on a deeper level We try to work in Offering, creating genuine support Extend some um, uh, helping hand, sharing the pain, taking extra pain to extend support. This is called emotional empathy, where you are going one step forward, not only feeling for him, but you are sharing the pain. The third stage of empathy is called compassionate empathy, which is the most active form of empathy. It involves not only having concern for another person and sharing their emotional pain but it also taking practical steps to reduce it. So, we also need to take some practical steps, some practical endeavor, some things to mitigate. That is why we need to somehow or other let our ears be tweaked give our shika so that somebody can pull us back making sure that we are able to extend our uh, our helping hand even though the other person may not understand it's a help at this point in time but eventually they will help like a child may not understand that the parents advice are you know very genuine but at some point in time, the child starts to realize. I spoke about the same point, uh, you know, last class also, that it is important for us to, you know, somehow or other empathize. Somehow, uh, somehow or other, we need to make sure that we try to help ourselves and help others. That way, our Jeeve doya principle is very nicely established. So the third reflection is, To summarize the third reflection, it is about being aware about the black hole, evil effects of them, attributes of them, and how these black hole, how this quicksand, how this material world being dangerous is supposed to be handled, and how we have to extend ourselves to save people drowning. We have been saved. Our predecessors have done a fantastic job in saving ourselves. So it is our duty to educate the masses, at least our near and dear ones, to not get trapped into this quicksand. So that is why preaching mission is considered as a glorious mission because when you are preaching Krishna consciousness, you are saving someone from being drowned in a quicksand. So Krishna Consciousness Movement is stri- is working hard in spreading this message out. But we, as the members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement, should further take this message, go door to door, how you know, person to person, one on one, and trying to plead and help, so that the generations to come, our future generation, will be able to. Get advantage of this human form of life, otherwise, ahara nidra, pasubir naranam, dharmo hitesha, pasubir samana. So they will be simply behaving like an animal in human form of life, which is very catastrophic. So, to summarize our conversation today, we have three sets of reflections this current context where Narada Muni is trying to explain about the importance of, you know, spiritual world and how one should be careful about this, you know, uh, hellish planets and hence, try to organize your life in this material world properly He is trying to educate the sons of Daksha So, it is our duty to learn from these instructions of Narada Muni to put it into our practice. So we had three sets of reflection. First set of reflection is about how one one's real concern should be to free himself from the cycle of birth and death. So we discussed why one is not able to feel like that and we had identified three reasons. One reason is being overconfident and self centered. Second reason being somebody who is you uh, know in the in the process of his association with the worldly people, he is not able to you know, make some right choices. And third reason we said is about our uh, priorities and our decision-taking ability because of which we struggle. And this particular scenario of being concerned about can be mitigated by our second reflection wherein we understand about the glories of the Supreme Lord and that is educated in our spiritual embassies, which is our temples, which is our association namamata centers, bhaktitra centers, wherein we are educated about our master, educated about our transcendental conscious nature, and we are also educated about the way to go to him, the ticket, the price to pay for it, and all of those things are very scientific, so we discussed that how uh, a spiritual embassy is nothing but our temple, our namata centers or Bhaktiviksa centers and all we have to do is just pay the price of Shraddha if you pay the price of Shraddha we just be very sincere we need not worry about Jati, Dana, Vidya, Bala you are not going to be classified based on any of those criteria you will be simply be purified and last but not least in our reflection we discussed about the importance of warning and educating about the black hole as much as uh, the spiritual world is glorious and once somebody gone to the spiritual world, they need not come back. We need to be careful about this black hole which is taking us to Patala Loka, which once gone, unless otherwise some Vaishnava, kind Vaishnava, just go and help, extend a helping hand. The person in the Patala Loka need to suffer there for time immemorial. So, to educate that, to educate and inspire that person, we need to very uh, uh, openly have some sense of compassion, Self-compassion first, then compassion towards others. And compassion is defined in the form of empathy. So please be empathetic where not just remain cognitively, not just remain emotionally, just being compassionately empathetic, which means I not, not only feel his pain, not only share his pain, I will also mitigate his pain. So I would like to stop here and take up any questions or comments or reflections from this current topic. Hare Krishna. Any questions or comments?
0: Hare Krishna, गोदी तन्द्रत्र न very Sri Prabhupada. such a nice class, very very nicely uh, uh, articulated and uh, uh, summarized, abstracted into uh, three uh, Realization uh, with uh, so nice uh, references uh, from the Ajariya's uh, teachings and their songs as well as scripture. Your are is so much valued, so much purifying, so much uplifting, so much uh, enlightening. Uh, thank you for this conversation. Yes, you are right that it is very difficult uh, in, uh, so to say in, uh, in preaching to uh, make people realize that they are suffering. Because people, at least, unless unless there is some mercy, uh, one would not come to the realization he is suffering. And uh, especially in affluent, uh, uh, people born to affluent uh, uh, parentage, it is very difficult. So, uh, yeah, these verses, uh, Bhagavatam verses are very strong. Some of the verses are... Very strong in categorizing these people into various uh, animals, like uh, that I remember that. So uh, these are nice verses and these scriptures uh, pictures. Jark us up, give us a heavy shaking to wake us up from slumber. Uh, it is uh, so nice and that Taradabuni uh, does so, so much. Uh, uh, that uh, we, we can only aspire to do a very fraction of, uh, yeah, the, uh, unless um, that's why uh, when you hear that verse, Bahu uh, naam, Janma naam, That is the real, and that is that unless somebody has come to this uh, uh, realization, this pun uh, of chavi, why one has come to the realization that. These multiple births death and but uselessly <laughs> I'm wondering. here <laughs> and so, there upadhyaya, brahman upadhyaya. Then once he comes to that, realize then only he comes to. Uh, he becomes yogya. Uh, so that stage is not available for a lot of people. Still mired uh, in the uh, in the uh, I said uh, that is the problem. So yes, we come when we go for, go on pre- go to preaching. these kind of realizations come and they are very, very revealing, and uh, so these so meanings of the verses come alive to us in that way. And thank you for realizing that uh, uh give us more and more aspiration and purify Thank you. Thank you
1: so much for your kind words and uh, also sharing your thoughts and reflections. Though it means a lot. Thank you so much, all Bhushan Any other questions or comments?
2: Hare Krishna Prabhuji. to you shri prabhat guru maharaj thank you so much for uh, your your discourse and especially the points you know that helps us to focus more and understand otherwise sometimes uh, even when we read the purport you know we don't we should get some points from it which we can take away and then focus on during the day uh, from bhagavatam because some points are also very very powerful so thank you so much for that i don't know a specific question but then uh, you know, like this verse is completely a continuation of verse 12, you know, like how Naraji is like, uh, it's time and again telling us to be very, very careful, you know. Maya is really strong and uh, we have to focus ourselves on, on the process of bhakti and yeah. which is given to us by Srila Prabhupada through, mangal, you know, like we should attend the Mangal arati and chant around in the morning and, you know, do our whole process so that keeps us like on the safe boat uh, and yes. and I remember one quote from Radhanath Maharaj. He said that uh, one should not go out of the house if they have not chanted 16 rounds, <laughs> you know. So, and so the best is to do in the morning. Like morning is bhakti time, afternoon is their work, and evening, of course, uh, you know, we are with the family and things like that. And life is going on. So, thank you so much, Prabhuji, for the wonderful class. Hari Krishna. <laughs> thank you so much
1: all glories to Prabhupada and uh, all glories to you know all the servants and devotees who are putting this uh, uh, Bhagavatam session on a very very regular uh, regular basis just by doing this in a very consistent manner in a very um, you know enthusiastic manner we will be able to see a change within ourselves thank you so much if there are no questions probably we can end the call